Welcome to Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports healing people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcasts, we share interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Greetings, I'm Dudley Evanson. Welcome to my sacred laundry room. Today I want to share a little bit about depression and how to consider, or some ways to consider dealing with depression. Um, One of the first things I'd like to point out is that if someone that you know has depression or is depressed, um, one of the uh, least helpful things you can do to say to them is get over it or just in your mind or, oh, just it'll be fine or forget it or it's not real because for the person that is in the middle of it, it is very real and um, it's a, it's a deep gripping uh, emotion that uh, can um, really hold us back. So um, I am not depressed at this point in my life, but I have been depressed at several other points. And what I learned during those um, times was that uh, it was the most heavy, intense time I could imagine to just have this constant nagging negativity uh, going on in my head. Uh, The first time it happened to me, I was in college and it kind of surprised me because I had never been a particularly depressed person, but couple of things happened and I just sort of let them get to me and then I just went into this funk and it was like a dark tunnel I didn't think I'd ever come out of it it was just one of those like eternal things I thought it was going to be with me forever and the good news is it wasn't an eternal thing it was something that eventually did go away and I don't think I did anything in particular except just kind of wait it out. And sometimes that is about all you can do. I didn't really have a lot of tools in my early days of of ways to overcome depression. Um, When I became um, older, I had some other experiences where I, I had been kind of traveling around the world. I ended up living back in New York by myself and It was the first time I'd ever lived alone, and that wasn't a bad thing. In fact, it was a good thing, but I also didn't, I wasn't going to college, I wasn't going to school, I wasn't traveling, I wasn't having a job, I had a sort of a part-time job, so I wasn't, I didn't have a thing I had to do, and I kind of began to look at myself like, well, who am I? I didn't even have any, I didn't think I even had any opinions that were my own. I thought everything I thought came from somebody else. And I was like, well, who am I? What is it that makes me me? And so I did a lot of searching, soul searching during those, that time period. And, and I even checked out a book about the brain or the mind and trying to understand how it works. Um, I wanted to become more of a creative person. I wanted to feel more self-confident and there were just a number of things that I I wanted to improve in myself and I didn't really see it ever happening. I remember I went by a uh, around the corner from my house was a little Hare Krishna temple and they were making, sending their music and passing out their literature. And I brought one of their beautiful booklets home and, you know, pictures of Krishna and um, spiritual and all this. And I thought, wow, spiritual, you know, I hadn't even, that hadn't even been part of my 
my uh, lexicon. So I began to uh, search for my own sense of who I am in relationship to spirit. And I certainly uh, did not become a Hare Krishna devotee or anything like that, but it was something that just sort of stimulated me. I'd always been a sort of a spiritual person, you know, good Christian girl growing up. And then as time went on, I was really, um, both Dean Evans and my husband and I were searching for our, the way we fit in to the, um, the overall thing. We'd come from our own background and then you know, just things, times were changing. This was in the late 60s and 70s. So we were really being exposed to a lot of different spiritual paths. So that that was kind of probably what took me out of that that particular funk. And then later on in life, I had a, an intense time where um, our business had been um, going up, up, up for many years. And then it started to go down and we had a very large staff and, and there were just a lot of uh, uh, issues and things involved with me as so-called a manager owner and I had to I didn't I don't think I was as mature as I am now but I, it was difficult um, and just in interpersonal things I was always trying to fix things and and then I also thought well if I work harder I'll save the business I worked harder and then I got I really got myself sick and I got I started having dizzy spells and nausea and I, I would vertigo and I had heard hearing loss. I had all sorts of things that I do believe were caused by the stress of my self-deprecating thoughts. So that was that uh, kind of keying into that uh, cause of, um, you know, there's physical out, outside of ourselves causes, then there's inside of ourselves causes. And I believe the, in, the, uh, most important inside of our self-cause is the self-deprecation that we tend to do. I'm unworthy. I'm not good enough. Maybe somebody, a parent or somebody said, oh, you're just a mess. This isn't okay. You're not good. Da, da, da. So then you start internalizing that and say, I'm not good enough. I'm not a good person. I'm bad. I'm bad. And and I'm not creative or I'm not talented or I, I'll never succeed or whatever it is we say to ourselves. So I came to the realization that the biggest, most important thing we can do to support our positive mental health is to feel good about ourselves, to appreciate ourselves. And that's when I uh, became very aware of uh, us as human beings, as divine beings. Uh, we're all children of, of a divine creator. We're all part of this earth. We're part of uh, the beauty of the creation. Uh, we have a role to play. We each are given gifts and talents. Um, we have a, um, a place where we fit. We have ways to serve and how we can help others, how we can help the planet, how we can help other people in our close life and in our more distant you know, people around the planet. So looking to see how we might be able to serve others is a, is a very important thing that kind of can help shift you out of that poor me part of it. So depression is real. It's not something that you can just easily make go away. Um, I do accept the fact that uh, medication can help some people, but I also know that um, ideally we want to do as much as we can without resorting to medication, not wanting to put it down in any way if it's necessary. But I do believe that um, depression uh, can often come from, first of all, it can come from perhaps a, a difficult family upbringing and, you know, uh, maybe lack of love or lack of support through 
you know, sometimes abandonment, obviously abuse, if you're in an abusive or an addictive kind of family with alcoholism or anything like that, or heaven forbid, some physical abuse or sexual abuse. Oh my gosh, you know, those things are really gonna land deep inside your soul. And so until you uh, deal with them in a healthy way, they're always gonna be kind of pulling and nagging on you. I have heard, and I haven't done it myself, but I have heard very good things about the 12-step programs that um, Alcoholics Anonymous and uh, addictions, you know, they help families as well as the person addicted. Um, I know that that is one of the um, groups and systems that actually has been shown to be very, very successful in helping people overcome uh, those um, addictions, but also not just that say maybe you didn't have the addiction, but you were around a family that had it, or maybe you were a lost child or you were a neglected, abused child or something like that. So you, again, you've got a deep thing inside of you that needs to be healed. So the more you can work with uh, professionals, uh, therapists, counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, and um, these programs um, where they really, they're free. You know, they often in churches, they meet in churches, they're, you know, places where people can go where other people of like mind who have had difficult uh, difficulties in that same area, they're sharing their stories. And once uh, PTSD, uh, when soldiers come back from war, um, whether they were actually uh, wounded or not, they may be mentally wounded, and that's a very intense, deep, personal thing that they need to deal with. And so the more they can... Uh, relate to people who've also gone through what they're going through, it's going to be much more effective than somebody like me saying, oh, hey, you, you're fine, just get over it. That's not going to help. We need, we need support. We need um, people who uh, understand our situation. So take it seriously. Depression is a very, very serious um, mental, I don't even want to call it illness. It's just a, a condition that does occur and it needs to be dealt with. And there are so many uh, wonderful tools. Um, in our case, um, we like to share what we've been learning about music and meditation and mantra, um, positive affirmations, uh, visualization. Um, one thing we have definitely learned about the mind is that it can really get into a loop. It can get into a tape loop where if we let it, it may repeat a negative concept about ourselves over and over and over again, and we just can't get it out. Well, there are ways to get it out. And one of the ways that we like to um, offer is through uh, affirmations and through uh, mantra, which means a repeated, mantra in Sanskrit simply means mind protection. So what am I protecting my mind from? I'm protecting my mind from myself, from my own repeated either memories um, or from uh, something somebody told me or something that's become ingrained in me. So somehow to, to work on um, replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones. And it can be as simple as, I am alive. I am alive or it could be I am peace, or I am love, or the world is supporting me, or you know, however that works out, to create a positive affirmation to replace the negative one. There's very little else that I've found that can help me 
get rid of those those negative thoughts um, so dogs barking hey it's just a dog <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that dog my neighbor's dog um, that could be something too maybe the dog drives you crazy ah, the dog, ah. and then you just start singing to yourself like Hey, life is beautiful, it's okay, it's okay. Be your own parent. If you weren't parented in the perfect way, and most of us weren't, be your own parent. Be the parent of your child self. Be the parent of your magical child and help your magical child to grow up. And, and uh, encourage your child, your inner child, to um, express themselves, be, be clear. Oh boy, self-expression, there's just hardly anything that's going to beat that to be able to express yourself and I don't mean blending it all out and blasting out at somebody to me that's not a healthy way of expressing I think it's something it's a natural way but we're not trying to just blast out by expressing ourselves we want to be honest and kind so the more we can um, speak our truth clearly and kindly this is the fifth chakra I speak my truth clearly and kindly so that's important to be able to do but speak your truth to yourself Yourself is the one that needs to hear this beautiful story about who you are. I am a child of the divine. I am a beautiful creation of God uh, and the goddess. And I am open to suggestion. I'm open to divine wisdom. And, you know, however you want to express your prayers or your intention or whatever you want to call it. It's not esoteric. It's just simply what are you telling yourself? So I say, watch your language. And the more you can notice what your language is saying, oh, good enough. I'm not worthy. Oh, nothing. Something's wrong with me. I'll never make it. You know, that's you telling yourself that. So get over that part of it, replace it with a positive and see how it goes. And I'd love to hear from you um, how ways that you found to deal with depression or to deal with um, inner anxiety or that sort of thing, because we are powerful beings. We're powerful beyond measure, and we can overcome anything, no matter what. I mean, I've heard stories of people who've been had terrible, terrible upbringings and awful abuse, and they've come out of it, and they rise to the occasion and become wonderful, good people, and then they they often become people who serve others, and that's, I think, um, something that can make you really uh, give you a sense of fulfillment if you can help another person. So when you're feeling down and out. Perhaps you might want to look at um, being of service to someone else that is even a little more down and out than you are and lift them up. And even if it's just a child or a, a kitty cat or something, just give that love. And uh, I have a feeling um, you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised that, ha that it isn't that big of a deal. It's not that big of a mystery. It's, but it is something that you need to apply yourself to and you need to intend that this is how you're going to move forward and not become a victim. We are not victims. So visit our website, our blog, soundings.com, comment on our post, and um, we would love to hear how you found works for you to deal with anything that is holding you back from being the very best you can be. Thank you for listening to our Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, books, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.